13, verses 1 to 8. As Jesus was leaving the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. Do you see all these great buildings, replied Jesus? Not one stone here will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are all about to be fulfilled? Jesus said to them, Watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name, claiming I am he, and will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumours of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginning of birth pangs. This is the word of the Lord. Morning, everybody. A couple of things I've got to say before I start. Firstly, hopefully you'll hear me talking rather than me scraping against the microphone too much because I've got a bit of a face this morning. Uh, and secondly, there's absolutely no way that anything, thanks Tim, that I can say or do is going to live up to the introduction that our lovely minister has given us. Uh, <laughs> well, it may even be that, yeah. Um, right, I've got a few bits and pieces that I'm going to use this morning. Uh, a bag of props, which I'll leave there for a minute. But the thing I'm going to start off with is that. An egg. Exactly. Everyone can see that it's an egg. We all know an egg. An egg is a perfect natural design. It's a simple, ideal shape. Sometimes they look beautiful, don't they? Some eggs are brightly colored and lovely. This is just a hen's egg, so it's very plain and very ordinary. Um, but it's perfect at keeping safe what's inside. It's an ideal design. Now, Perfect like that. But if the chick, let's presume it's a chick and not like a, a lizard or a snake or anything else that comes out of an egg, um, if the chick is going to be born and live, that egg is going to get, sma is going to get smashed. Um, smashed to pieces for the thing that's inside it to be alive. Now also, if I want to have something nice to eat... I don't have a great deal of use for the shell. That sounds ominous, doesn't it? I haven't even started yet. Right, now, this is the thing that Tim led up to with such a, an awesome introduction. Right, because, as I said, an egg, we might look at that as being perfect. Fingers crossed, everybody. We might look at that egg as being a perfect thing. 
Um, so of course, the first thing I'm going to do is smash it. Once I get a bit of heat into there. Um, now while I'm doing that, obviously Jesus isn't talking about eggs in the passage that we've just that we've just um, just had read to us. He's not talking about eggs. He starts off talking about the temple. Getting there. Starts off talking about the temple. Um, what do we know about the temple in the time of Jesus, in the time of the disciples? Well, for the disciples, it's an incredible building. It's monumental. It's impressive. It's the absolute symbol for them of their faith. It's the... Oh, here we go. It's the absolute symbol of God. I don't know why the egg is making a noise. <laughs> See, I don't even need the shell. Look at that, the shell's gone. Right. Okay, so for the disciples, the temple is a building that's so impressive and so important that they can't imagine it ever changing. They can't imagine anything happening to it, let alone what Jesus says. It's going to be just... It's going to be destroyed. Not one stone is going to be left upon another. So for those poor disciples, that's quite a shocking thing to hear, isn't it? Yeah, well, indeed. Um, right, I'm going to just turn that down a little bit and leave it going. Right. But we have things in our lives, even if we haven't got the temple, we have things in our lives that we think are too impressive or too important to us for them to ever change. We have things like a, our house or maybe our job, things that feel absolutely fundamental, things that feel really important, maybe our friends or our family, might be a pet, a car, maybe our iPhone, things that we think are absolutely vital and they can't, can't ever change or do without them, things that sometimes we might even use them to make ourselves feel defined and permanent. You know, like I'm a dog person, or I live here, I, I drive an Audi, but you know, things like that. Um, and we might use these things to give ourselves a sense of security and permanence, <coughs> permanence in the world. But here's the thing, look, it's getting there. I turned it down a bit. Um, but it doesn't matter how much we impress ourselves with things that we buy or make, how much we think things are important. As we've just read out from the words on the screen there, just a minute ago, only God is unchanging. Only God is permanent. And none of the things that we like to think are important, none of the things that we use as a foundation for who we are, are going to last. And they're not supposed to last either. Even if we think they're just right, like, like an egg, or an iPhone, or our job, they can change. Things in our lives that might feel really basic and fundamental to who we are, they can change. And you know what? They must change. Just like that has to change. I reckon we're there. Has to change into that. Oh, thank you very much, Tim. It's absolutely perfect. See, I brought my bag of goodies, but I didn't bring a plate. Right? So there, 
I had to smash an egg to get that. Uh, but now, I've got something that hopefully I'm going to be able to enjoy. And I'm going to be able to enjoy this much more than just looking at an eggshell. So, oh, this is lovely. Do a bit? Ooh. So, let's think about those poor old disciples again. They're in awe of the temple, just like we might be really impressed by the simplicity and perfection of an egg, or by the wonder of our phone, or by the, you know, the comfort of our house, or the security of our job. The disciples are standing there, looking at the temple, congratulating themselves on how impressive it is, how it's a symbol of their faith. Oh, excuse me. Don't talk with your mouthful, kids. Right. So the disciples are there, looking in wonder at the temple, thinking how important it is that it symbolizes God. But who's the person that's telling them that it's going to get knocked down? It's Jesus. It's actually God. He's there with them, trying to explain to them what's got to happen, but they're too busy being impressed by something else. And Jesus does tell them some very scary things. He tells them about people that are going to come and deceive them. There are going to be wars, earthquakes, um, all sorts of awful, disastrous things are going to come to pass. So not only are the disciples hearing that their beloved temple is going to get smashed to bits, that um, also there are going to be terrible things come to pass in the world. But Jesus makes, makes his point right at the end. These things are just birth pains. Just how if a, a chick is going to be born, the eggshell has to be smashed. If I'm going to have a nice fried egg for my breakfast, I don't need the shell either. But we all fear change in our lives. When we think about the things that look to us in our lives just right, just right as they are, thanks, we don't want them to change. We don't want them to be smashed or, or turned upside down. Especially when we think it's something that we can't control it. We can't stop it. Sometimes, when we think these things are really important in our lives, we hold on to them really, really tightly. And if we hold on to them really tightly, then it's going to be very, very painful for any of those things to change. Just like Jesus says about birth pains. These things that seem awful and disastrous, they're just a change so that what God wants to happen can come to pass. Just like perhaps some of the things that we hold on to as being really important and foundational in our lives, God might need to change them for our benefit. We might need to let go of some of these things so that God can give us or do for us what needs to happen. And just like we welcome little Anthony, where is he? this morning into the church family. Um, we're all welcome in God's family. Of course, we all have a place. But the harder we hold on to our things, things of this world, the more painful and the harder we're going to find it to find our place in God's 
world. It's going to be hard for us to make changes that God has in store for us if we're too busy looking at the things that we've already got. Just like those disciples, we need to stop looking too hard at the temple and look at Jesus instead. Amen.